And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, for Season 9, Episode 10. It's the finale, guys. I can't believe it. Went so fast, guys. It did really go did. fast, the didn't it? Quick. It really did, Casey. Well, the re- regular season now is in the rearview mirror. Time to look ahead to the playoffs, which we'll spend a little time tonight on. But let's recap real quick. Last week, Dave, I'll start with you. Bishop Dwinger, 9. Northrop, 7. Um, Casey, I'm a little disappointed. I just yeah. got to be honest with you. Look, I'm going to, again, truth with compassion. I, I love uh, Chris, you know, the staff with Coach Garrett. I just I like everything he's doing. Jason's got a great staff there. But I... I was a little concerned as just a fan watching, and all of a sudden, starters were in. Then there was people being subbed in. I didn't understand who was out there, and then they're they're behind, and then the starters seem to play in the second half just to come back and win. And I'm sure. I'm questioning, hey, guys, 48 minutes, doing your football. We're going to pound you. Champion, Let's get some momentum champions, going into the playoffs. Champions win 55 to nothing like Homestead, and they move on. You play your starters, and then you take people out, and you move on. You The lack of rhythm, the chasing to catch up, and then I see Devin Tittman, and I see Patrick Finley running hard in the second half. I'm like, guys. Do that the first half and the second half. And, and then, then you, you can rest in the second half. Then you can rest and you yeah. got a week off this week. So other than that, love it's, the staff. But it's always, I, it's I always, hope they regroup and they're ready to go. Yeah, Dave, it's, always a, it's always a tricky situation because you, 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 you there's nothing to play for in week nine in their instance. But you want to make it. sure you get some momentum going to the playoffs. But you don't want to have anybody get hurt. But I'm with you. I, I, I put my best guys out there at least for a half. Win a game that you should win. Get that three or four score uh, lead in the third quarter, and then you start subbing. But again, they won the game. They're eight and one. I I, I love Dwinger. So look, I'm not going to question it. I just was like confused and a little disappointed. But hey, they got it done and nine to seven. But you know things like uh, being down at half and then having to come back and then then your special teams and you're going for two. And then you're doing this and that. Then you can't. Uh, can you kick extra points? Can you go for two? Pick one because you got your extra point blocked. Now when you go play New Pal or Cathedral, oh my, you're going to get. Yeah, your tail yeah, kick. So I, I'm have just saying, to, wake up, have guys, to, let's go. You're going to have to have those be, variables be, in play. Be good. At nine out of ten times, you can't make a two-point conversion. Eight out of ten times, don't even do it. Just kick. Kick 100% of the okay, time. Okay, well, that's a conversation for a whole nother yes, episode. Dave, are you sure. fired up? Uh, you know, hey. Yes, he he's wearing a bl- blue blazer tonight, Dude. folks. If, so, if BD you're not, Blue. Let's I go. Wanna, I, he's got a Vegas gold blazer on. I feel like I'm on Wild Wide World of Sports or something in the 1970s. Wow. You look great, Dave. He does look Thank great. Thank you, sir. Chris, handsome man. he just took most of that segment. Let's talk a little Lures football. Not a whole lot to to talk about, but the first half was pretty good. Yeah, they more, hung with Snyder. More than you might think. Yeah, it was 14 nothing at halftime. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think uh, a, a good authority that the coaching staff was going to put the JV in at halftime and give this some Friday Night Lights experience and save our guys back, but 14 nothing at half. They, they, it was in the game, right. Unfortunately, um, had a had a uh, Kickoff return right at the beginning of the second half, um, so that that ouched a little bit. But um, hey, listen, these guys did good things. They were they were. We talked about last week about keeping the game short, keeping the you know yes, short. shorten the game. Listen, they were uh, Bishop Lures held them one for seven. Um, on third down on conversions, third downs, yep. you know, and Lures was in there. They were getting those third down conversions, and they um, weren't. They weren't in too big of a hurry to snap the ball. It looked like they were. They had a conscience, conscientious effort to run some offense and keep Snyder's offense off the field. Just what we talked about a week ago, exactly. and, and they, you know, that's how you hang around in a game like that. Interestingly, Clark's. Um, how he handles, how he runs that offense, the sophomore, he, uh, he he slows it down. He he really takes a good look at the defense, and and I, I agree that kind of that slows it down. But listen, penalties were low. We had three for um, ten yards, season low, season low. Yep, and and they were like nine for 53, 54, something like that. That's how you you can't make those mistakes, and I, I liked it. It was the best thirty to. 30-whatever loss I've ever seen, and happy with it. 35-0, 35-0 I believe, was the final you. score. And they were, like you said, Chris, right there at halftime against a 6A juggernaut and really held their own. I think good, a good sign for the postseason. Yep. I was up uh, in Waterloo 
uh, gentlemen, uh, taking in Leo at DeKalb. That was a great game. Great game. What a great game. Wow. But I tell you what, I the first possession, DeKalb marched right down the field. They looked better in the trenches. They, they then stopped Leo up 7-0. They stopped Leo three and out. Peyton Wall had... Like th- three carries, one yard. I thought, whoa. I saw that early. Start. I might have missed this. And then I said, right. what happened? And then the speed took over. Peyton right. McHale, uh, the slot back, they had they ran three reverses to him, and DeKalb never figured it out. Three yeah. in the first half alone, probably for a net of 60 yards. Peyton Wall then became Peyton Wall, and they just, the speed and athleticism of Leo took over. Speed kills. And they won that game comfortably. So. Leo is a very, very good 4A team like we knew, and um, that's a team that's surging at the right time. Absolutely. So when we come back, uh, we are going to go into our two-minute drill. We've got five questions or queries, if you will, that we're going to tackle. So stay tuned, everybody. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Right now, it's time for our two-minute drill. We have five segments that we're going to tackle. And right. uh, I like that word, Casey, oh, tackle. It's, it's appropriate for a football show. We're going to discuss uh, several different scenarios, if you will. And the first one we're going to start with is um, who is the regular season MVP of area football? There's a lot of worthy candidates, guys. I'm going to start with you, Chris. Uh, who would you take? It, it's easy. It's Nick Brookmeyer from the Bishop Lures Knights. Um, this that, is, that's a that's a sleeper pick. I think that would surprise a lot of people. Listen, I'm not taking it because I'm the Bishop yes, Lures Knights. No, 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 no. Homer. Listen, yeah, listen, listen, listen. Be honest. This is this is a this is a great football player. He is passionate. Um, he is a do it all. This guy has played Wildcat. He has played receiver. He's played tight end as blocking, not as a receiving tight end. He has uh, played linebacker. He's been the punter a couple times. I think he's kicked off once. He is a do it all kid. If it wasn't for he's Grant, he'd probably have to snap to himself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. I think for I think, sure. I think Casey's on. I mean, Chris, you might be on to something. Number seven, he is probably the MVP for Bishop Lewis. Great kid. No I doubt. Would agree. About it. And I think what he's asking is MVP of the season, area football. Who I'm gonna are you go going with? Cam Rogers. Yes, Homestead. That's, yeah, I'm, a good I'm, one. I'm, yeah, I'm going to tell one, you why. For sure. Uh, and that team is undefeated. He is everywhere on the field, plays both ways. When you watch him, you that anytime you watch Homestead play, you say, wow, 41. that guy's a, defi- he's a difference maker. Yeah. And I can see it, and I'm like, you want him on your team. I like guys like that, and I want him on my team. Best player on the best team. Best player on the best team. That's no right. offense to Lewis. So no, think, no, no, he is. He no, is I think sure. that's a good candidate. we got about 20 seconds left. I'm going to put a, a vote in for Bailey Parker, the two-way that's standout too, at East case. Noble. 9-0 and East Noble, conference champions for the Northeast State. Number one in the Coaches Association poll. Sagarin has him number one in 4A. Over 2,100 combined rushing and passing yards, and he's a phenomenal free safety. That's where he's getting recruited he, to two, play in two, college. Two-way yeah. player, and he, he's leading the category in passing. Anyway. Oh, he's lead, yeah. He, well, he's if he's not leading, he's Total right yards, there. Yeah. But, he, but combined yards between rushing and passing, no one's close. None close. And the, the, you factor in that he's pretty darn good free safety. To me, it's Bailey Parker. All right, let's go to number two here. Um, let's talk about the youngsters. Who's the newcomer of the year? This uh, we'll reserve this for a true freshman or a sophomore, but a first-year player. Uh, Dave is who jumps out to you? You know, usually it's a sophomore because in the SAC you don't get freshmen that play. But I'm going to say I'm going to go with Jeff Becker, the quarterback. That's an Carol. He's, he yeah, that, took it right from that, Chris. That, that kid is uh, when you, 
you can't believe he's a sophomore. He's so smooth. He's he's a leader of the team. He's going to be a, a sack. He's going to be a thorn. First team or the next two years you watch. He's going to be a thorn right in the sack he, he's for right the next two years. Yeah. Well, I mean, the I SAC. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with Dave. He, I mean, this kid is leading he's uh, a 6A school. He's a sophomore. Um, he moves the ball. He throws well. He knows his offense. And you know what? From tough. a couple of those interviews, the kids trust him. You know, his center, we interviewed him. His, the, these kids trust him, and he's a sophomore. He's a leader. He's very we composed. saw him early in the year, and we talked about – I saw him in preseason, and I saw how the, he spun the ball, how it came out of his hand. I'm like, this kid's going to be phenomenal. He's good. He's lived up to the building. It's a good one, but I'm going to go with somebody else out on the south side. I'm going to go with sophomore Jalen Lattimore. Big, strong kid. He's played some quarterback there behind Demir Clark. Um, six foot one, two hundred and thirty pounds. He's solid muscle. He's basketball also a line, player. linebacker too. I a think. linebacker plays some defensive end. Can play about anywhere, and he's strong. He's athletic. He plays with an edge. I think that's a kid to keep an eye on, definitely for the next two years. I think he's I would got agree D1 with you on that. Potential. He's a very good player. The coaches are high on him. That sophomore class in this city is loaded, especially in the city schools. I mean, we've got uh, Jordan Turner out at Northside, number eleven, has been their big playmaker. Uh, the second half of the season, Sean Collins. Remember earlier in the year yep. when Wayne was still, you know, playing some competitive football, he he really shot out of a cannon. I thought, especially did Wayne really play any competitive football in the season? Because well, they, wow. they, they were Owens. They did. I'm just trying they to be truth with compassion. Folks. Well, they almost beat Lures, right? And and okay. they, I mean, they did. And then they played really you well beat. last couple of weeks. Uh, Landon Livingston, a big two way lineman out of Leo. Keep an eye on him uh, going forward. And then of course, Demond Moore. From Snyder, a big six foot six, three hundred twenty pound beast. Another Division One lineman for Snyder. Surprise, surprise. And then we'd be remiss if we didn't mention. I think Henry O'Keefe. He was starting to surge before he was. his injury. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah, he's had a great year. So, all right, we're a little behind schedule. We're going to jump in now to our third question in the two minute drill. It's what's more likely to happen, gentlemen? Bishop Dwinger wins a five A state championship or. Bishop Lures loses in the sectional. What's more likely to happen? Dave, I'll let you start. Good. Intriguing question, Casey, but I'm going to tell you this. I love Dwinger. I think they will go to the state championship. Uh, it's going to be tough against a new pal, 74-4. and four. Or Cathedral. Or Cathedral. Those are very good teams, but, I, of course, I love Dwinger. I'm going to go with Lures loses in the sectional. I don't want to pile on Lures, but I just think they're going to they're going to run into a good 7-2 and two east side team. I think that could happen possibly before. You think there's a better chance that Lures loses in yes. the sectional than Dwinger Yes, and I'm and I'm for Dwinger, and they're going to go to the state sure. finals, but I don't think they're going to win. And we'll you're for Lures too, of course. Chris, what are your thoughts on both. this? I think Dave's wrong. So okay. I gotta go, do I got to liberate? I love it or? when you cheer yeah. for Dwinger to win the state championship. I Listen, love to hear that. Listen, I, I think that it's more likely that Dwinger is going to win a state championship than Lures loses in the okay. uh, um, in the sectional. So, so do you think both happen? I think there's a chance that both happen if Lu- if Dwinger keeps their stuff together at the end. I think it'll be fine. Yep, if they if they if they do what they need to and do, and you're you're anticipating the Knights getting through the sectional. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's one 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 team there that scares me. We will talk about it later probably. There's sure. one team that scares me in there. But um, listen, two A sectional is what we've been looking for. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that was an interesting take on that, guys. And I wrote that because interesting I wasn't question. I wasn't well, sure my question. I wasn't sure myself to be honest how to answer that, let alone how to ask it. So let's go to number four. Who should be on upset alert for next week's second round? We're going to talk about tonight's games here in a little bit, but let's go ahead and forecast a week out. Homestead has the week off, playing 9-0 at Noblesville, 1-8. Noblesville plays a pretty decent schedule down there, and it's on the road. We've got Dwinger at Northside in Class 5A, 8-1 Dwinger against the 4-5 Legends. And then there's a couple other games that I put down here. East Noble against either DeKalb or Columbia City. That game will be in Kendallville. And then Lures 
against Eastside or Woodland. I'm thinking Eastside, but I would not rule out the Warriors just yet. Chris, I'll start with you. Who should be on upset alert for next week? Well, it seems odd after the answer I just gave, but uh, I think that uh, Dwanger and Northside game. Um, Interesting. I think they should, look, the combined score, they've, what, scored 16 points in the last two games, uh, Bishop Dwanger has. Wow, and, and, are you bashing my team, Chris? What's no, up? I no, love Dwanger. That's Come truth on. with compassion. Truth with, right? okay. truth with facts. I, I didn't make anything that. up. Right. This, is, this isn't fake news. Low this is T. True. Is that what you're telling me? And, um, and, the, and the other thing that is is that game that uh, Bishop Dwanger and Northside played the first of the year. Yes. That, a few things go different. That could have been a different well, ball game. If Northside really just was. catches the ball. They it, had six drop balls. Correct. We talked about that all yeah. year long. Listen, both teams have grown, though, since then, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. But well, and, and Deuce wasn't Deuce, playing. Deuce in that is game. playing. Nope. They're better. I nope. agree. I, I think the weather will dictate a lot. You, you, If it's good weather and Northside's able to throw the ball and get the ball out of the box quickly to some of those athletes, they can stick around. If it's wet and the, it's a slippery Pound ball, the ground, I think that yeah. favors hey, Dwanger. Hey, look, I agree. I, Coach Garrett and the staff are going to put the best 11 players on the field on both sides of the ball, and they're going to play 48 minutes. And they're Who's your win. upset alert? My upset alert is East Side, 7-2 and two Over against Lures? 2 and look, 7 Lures. You did that on purpose just to stick That's it to right. Chris. No, I just answered my question from last time. I'm going to go with East Side on the upset sectional. That's why I said. That What's likely to happen in the question previous? East Side's pretty good. I don't know how much, of an, just e- that, how much of an upset that would be. East Side's pretty good. Yeah. They won okay. six in a row. This, they, you know what? But they've never won a sectional championship. Think of that. It's probably Ever. the one that scares me the most. I the mean, oh, that's, yeah, sure. in that section, that sectional is probably the one that concerns us. Well, I'll wrap this up. I'm going to say East Noble. I think they, against a DeKalb, if it's DeKalb, Columbia City, I don't think they have any trouble. But against DeKalb, because they have big linemen, they have the ability to shorten East the game. East Noble, 9 Par- Bailey Parker, we just talked I know, about it. But Come I, on. I'm just answering the question. Okay, no, DeKalb has the best chance to pull off an upset of this group. All right, our last segment, we got about uh, just inside two minutes. We got a, this is true hurry up offense. Tempo, boys. We might have to even spike it. Peeking ahead to 2020, how do you rank the SAC? How's it shake down and why? I'm going to start, Dave. Okay, do it, Case. I've got Snyder winning next year because Snyder is Snyder. I think they wow. literally rebuild. Wow. I've got Homestead number two. I've got Bishop Dwinger number three. They take some graduation losses. I've got Northside, a, supl- a surprise. That's Top a shocker to finisher. A lot of kids You're on back. the deuce. You're liking the deuce. I like the deuce, and I like a lot of their other athletes coming back, too. I got Carroll fifth. I think they lose a lot to graduation, a ton of seniors this year. I've got Bishop Lures right now sixth, Concordia seventh. I could flip-flop those in a heartbeat. You could talk me into that. Northrop eight, Wayne nine, and Southside ten. Dave, what do you got? We're similar. I'll go quickly. Homestead. Homestead's a winner, and they got people coming back. You like the they defending got champs. Boom. And I'm going to go with Carroll number two. I just talked about Becker and why they got young people coming back. I talked to you earlier in the season. You know, Dwinger had a lot of seniors, and so did Snyder. I got Snyder finishing third, Dwinger fourth, Lures fifth, Concordia, Northrop, Northside, Wayne, and Southside. Wow. Northside's playing a lot of young I, I know they are, and, and they could jump up on that, but I'm just saying my quick glance. for No the, respect for Coach Mike Brevard's group. Nope. I agree. You're wrong. Uh, you got? They're a good team. Listen, I'm going to go quick because you guys took too much time. Hey, we I got Homestead, Snyder, BD. I think Bishop Dwinger and Snyder could go either way because they're going to lose so quite a bit. So the big three, I think the big three. I, th- I think it's going to look similar. Yeah. Um, I think uh, – Where's your Lures Knights, though? Talk to me. I, I'm either – I'm either fifth or sixth or seventh. I, I, I'm. Just, there's a. This class coming up behind is the smallest class we've so ever had. So five through seven is what you're saying. Yep. You know he's yep. interesting point. These teams, your heart says five. Your brain says no. Seven. My heart says one, but my brain and knowledge says probably less. You know so. these teams that are heavily senior laden, like a Snyder or Dwinger. Dwinger though, maybe maybe Coach Carrot's crafty like a fox. He's playing a lot of these guys in these games. I just mentioned that getting some the reps Northrop that may game. pay dividends. Maybe he's next getting year. them reps, and instead of the eighteen out of twenty-two seniors that start, he's working these guys in. So who knows? Maybe he could they could be, be crazy much like better. a fox. They could be better next year. All right, 
Well, when we come back, we're going to give you the Week 9 recap. We had some interesting games from a week ago. We'll recap those finishes when we get back. Stay tuned. Locally and family-owned for 37 years, Tim Didier Meats has built a reputation for fresh, custom meats and customer service. If you'd like that special cut of beef for your next gathering, Tim Didier Meats can help. Prime rib, filet mignon, and Tim's own special ground beef. Made fresh daily can be ordered within a day's notice. To place your order, call 260-482-8400 or find them on the web at timdidiermeats.com. Tim Didier Meats, Casey, I it love does it. it. It does it to you every week. You know what? I if smell you, filet That's why you can't have a credit card in your pocket when you hear that commercial. I'd because, call in immediately. Oh, I love it so much. Let's discuss now our Week 9 recap. Some interesting games a week ago. It was beautiful. The weather was picturesque. Great football. Just it, like tonight. Tonight's going to be beautiful, too, with the, the, the fall foliage. The colors degrees. are changing. It just feels like football. You hear the band playing in the background. It's just, It's awesome. So let's just start with the Bishops. We've already talked a little bit about this. Chris, I'm going to start with you real quick. Bishop Lures did some good things. 35-0 usually doesn't mean good things, but they did some good things against Snyder. Absolutely. You know, and, and here's my takeaway. We, it, we're peaking at where we're supposed to be. Um, the last two or three games, we've, we've just – things have gotten better. You're getting healthy. You know, we're, better. we're healthy. And that's, uh, that was my takeaway just, from the whole game. Dave jumped on it. We are – we're healthy. And it just that's came the, to me, man. It's the first time we have it to happen all year that we're healthy, and we're going in the playoffs um, with nobody on the sideline on a crutches or a huge. brace. Or, yep. That's huge for us. But I think the big, my big takeaway is we are peaking at the right time of the year. Playing your best football. We're playing our best football. all you can ever ask from any team and from any coaching staff. That's what you want, Dave. Can you say the same thing about Bishop Dwinger yeah, right now? Really, what I want to say is they're they're rested, they're healthy, they're preparing. Except for Ellinger, night off tonight. Yeah, well, they're not night off tonight. Yep, he's out for the season, unfortunately. But Dwinger coaching staff. I was a little harsh in our opening comments. I you just were. Want to, I want to retract a little bit, but I want to say thanks to all the coaches in the SAC in the Northeast Indiana area for spending time with their kids and these good student athletes. So I just wanted to comment the parents and the grandparents, everybody that goes to the games. Dwayne will be ready, but I uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, I appreciate all these kids and coaches giving their time. Yeah, fans, for just, sure. just so you know, he did not take off his gold blazer. He still kept still it on. on. He did not, even though he was a little hot to start the, 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 the show, he's now softened a little bit, and I can see the glow in his, in his He jacket. was sweating through it, though. He was. Yeah, he was. He got a little fired up there. Yeah, but I've never seen. We love that about I've Dave. Never, I've never seen a bla- I've never it. seen a blazer have armpit sweat like that before. I don't retreat. Before. I stand I'm here. I'm ready. Ready to go. All right, Dave. I know how much you like the Homestead Spartans. Tell me about them. <laughs> they put the wood <laughs> wow. to Southside, and and like you said, that they look like a champion. You know, they got the bell. They earned it. They earned it. They and, took it. They and, said, and, "This is, is ours. Is this We're taking team, it." Is that how you you want to see a team going into the tournament? Absolutely. I mean, they're crisp, they're ready, they're in the routine. And, I, and whether you're high school, college, or pro, that routine, consistency, playing, you stay in your routine. Homestead came out, we're going to take this bell, we have one game. And again, 9-0 versus, you know, 1-8. One one and and, yeah, but yep. they, they didn't t- They didn't play like that. They played, this is an opponent, we're going to do our right thing. Let's go win the 55 championship. 55 took it, and then yeah. they, so, Let's not so. back our way into no. this with an 8-1 and no. one record. And Let's then take care of business. They tune up, and they're take a, they got a night off tonight. Yep. They're going to ready to go, and I think you're going to see them in the state finals. Well, just slow down. No, you will. Yeah. Well, just, we're going to talk I about that a little bit later. Year. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but I agree with you. That's how you win a championship. That's the momentum you want. And also, make no mistake, replacing Braden Hardwick, with Ryan Burton at tailback, they really wanted to get a single back. They wanted to give him some, some reps. reps. Yep, and he and did well. I think he's done great the, the first two games in uh, replacement there. Let's talk Concordia over Northside, thirty-five to seven. The Cadets 
everybody in town picked Northside, including all three of us. I think we did. Got me. Um, I tell you what, Concordia right now in 3A is a team that could be really scary. Chris, what are your thoughts on the cadets? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. And I, I wish I would have listened to the Swami because it didn't go real, real well for me. But um, the I think the cadets now have some of that Momo that we had talked about. You know, they, they're, uh, in, in the year, I always talk about Momo momentum, and this is a great way to clean that up. Last game of the year, 35-7, to 7, and they, they did what they needed to do, and they're going to be going forward. They're going to be healthy. Oh, they, and feel, well, and they I, feel really good about I mean, they're, they're, not only did they win, but they beat a team that most people thought they wouldn't beat. So it's Correct. not you know that it's it's one thing to play well it's another thing to win a game against an inferior opponent but to beat somebody you're not supposed to beat going into the playoffs I think that both it, it well, wasn't okay, a two, it that's wasn't a two or three point win a well coached team and they consistently oh, keep showing that they have good coaching and the players step up absolutely well here's one that surprised me guys Carroll over Wayne twenty to twelve I mean what does that I mean either Carroll is is sandbagging a little bit and throttling down. Or Wayne's got kind of like Dwayne a lot did. better. I mean, well, I don't. I, it's hard to say. Uh, you guys kept saying a, Wayne's going to break out. Wayne's going to break out. I think well, Wayne's they, gotten better. They, they, they've kind of broken out in the last couple of weeks. I'll they have. playing two six eight powers, Homestead and Carroll respectively, and they battled both of them. To credit the coach, you've always said these kids didn't give up, and they they they're fighting, and that's a good sign because Carroll clearly is a better team. Yeah, but twenty to twelve, that, that was a they, shocker. They, wasn't well, it? and again. You don't know what the strategy is. Did they sub? Did they? Sure. Who knows? I watched some of the film, and it looked like. I mean, Becker played. Yeah, he did play. So, and and it to me, it looked like they were they were putting their best foot forward. The Carroll Chargers, that is. But uh, I think I think what I take away from this more than anything is that Carroll's offense has been figured out a little bit with Becker at quarterback. Right. I think he his numbers have really been tempered the last three or four weeks. And then I think if you look at Wayne, that. Could be the most improved team in the area at zero and nine, which is frightening. I'm, I'm still waiting for that breakout win for them, but I, I think it's possible for sure. It's possible against uh, a state ranked Ma- Marion in the opener, probably we'll not. And then uh, Leo over DeKalb, that was the game I was at. I already talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, guys, but I was really impressed with Leo. They did not lose composure. They didn't get out of what they wanted to do. Coach Jared Souter's offense is very vanilla. It's kind of boring. But they run with that big line, and I should have stuck with them. I went yeah. against them. I, I loved they, them early, and they, I got away from it. They have a big line, but, but and they've got sneaky athleticism. Uh, Cameron Livingston, the wide receiver, senior wide receiver, uh, Peyton McHale in the slot. Of course, Peyton Wall, the other Peyton that we talk Peyton a lot about. They got sneaky skill kids, and then you look at Jackson Barber. That's a kid that we should have put on our newcomer of the year list, a sophomore quarterback. He did not start out at QB for Leo to begin the season. He earned that spot after about three weeks into the season and hasn't let it go. He's a really exceptional athlete. He's He doesn't spin it as well as Jeff Becker, but I think he could be every bit as good a runner. So well, when you have a big offensive line, you've got trench warfare going and, and this on. This is a preview, right? Easier, this, that's, they're both in section or sectional 19, I think, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no doubt about it. They I, I could see know, each other in week Do you know a lot about Marion? Because Wayne, we just talked about surprise. I do. What, what do you think of that matchup? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, we'll get to it here okay. in a little bit okay. in the next segment, Dave. Why don't right. you keep – in fact, fans, that was a nice tease. That's what we call a tease. Yeah, I was jumping ahead for Professional you development, Dave. Damn. So we're going we're gonna <laughs> to take a break here. And when we yeah, come we back – We are BD, Casey. Come when on. we come back – Business development. We are going to get our featured game previews, and we'll probably tap into that one. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's time now for our featured game previews. It's sectional openers, guys. Football weather, let's do it. No 5A or 6A to speak of. Everybody's got a break here locally in that regard. But 
We're going to jump in. I'm going to pick four games, guys. We're going to break down 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. The best game, I believe, in those four classes locally. And then at the end, we'll highlight a few others. Let's start in Class 4A. I think the best game locally is Angola, two-time defending sectional champion, right, and regional champion. For Until that they matter. played Dwinger, as I recall. Yes, at Leo, 8-1 and one Leo. They played earlier in the year. Leo won, I believe, 33-13. to 13. Um, I think this is a, a good matchup because you've got Purdue recruit Brian Brandt for Angola. You've got Antonio Luavenos Lu- uh, at tailback, who's had a phenomenal year. No one's talked about him at all, but Leo looks really good I'm right now. I'm going to respectfully Dave. disagree. I like Leo Casey for the reasons we just talked about. I may like Leo too, the, but I do uh, think yeah, it's a compelling matchup. You think it's closer than 33-13, and I say it's going to be close to what it was the first time. I just think Leo is going to continue dominating. I'm really impressed with that Leo team. Well, after last week, Dave, seeing them in person, I kind of agree with you. I think they're doing they're clicking on all cylinders. Their defense is sneaky good too. Chris, what are your I thoughts? Mean, I hate to again agree with Dave. Thank you, but, Chris. I mean, sometimes, uh, but I, I agree. Yeah, Leo's gonna. Chris. I think they're gonna dominate that game. I think it's gonna be further apart than you say. Okay. Yeah, Swami, you can write that down. I might have to. <laughs> and if your record was above five hundred, Chris, I would take. Wow. It would have some merit. Little dig. Listen, I love you, Chris. I, I, I love it. I'm not playing against the Swami. I'm playing against Dave. That's, That's right. a good point. And I, I can't wait. To, week. I, I can't wait week. to talk about that. Oh, I know there's, you're going to put it in me. I like it. Yeah. Chris has closed the gap, and maybe then some. Ooh. So let's discuss uh, Class 3A. Concordia, the Cadets, coming off a huge win last week, 35-7 to over Northside against a 7-2 and McConaughey team. I like to call them Macon Iqua, down in Bunker Hill. McConaughey. That's where they are at, Bunker Hill. Did you know that? I, I've, I've I did know that. Been through that there. nifty? Yeah. Small town. Small yeah, town, USA. Dave, yeah. what do you think of this game? McConaughey runs that... Put eleven guys in the phone booth and just methodically Push. slog down the field. They short. I mean, you talk about shortening the game. They don't throw it at all. Uh, Concordia falls behind. They're in trouble. I, I'm going to disagree only because I think the schedule Concordia has played with Homestead, Snyder, Carroll. It's got to pay dividends. It, 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 that's going to pay dividends because if McConaughey played in the SAC, they'd be right there with Southside. Making Aqua. Making Aqua. You can say what you want. Making as the Indians would pronounce it. Look, Dave. I mean, I think Dave's probably right, but I'm going to go on the flip side about that. They're used to playing against spread offenses and fast and speed, and they're not going to know how to defend this. Put 11 people in the box and go forward, and you jump behind us and make a stop. So it could be the actual change in the game. If they eat up the the clock and Concordia Concordia cannot do their passes, have their nice runs, and score a bunch of points, you're wrong, Dave. I I think it comes down to the start. If Concordia gets off to a good start and they score quickly and they get with their passing just game, a little bit out of sorts, then they can't catch up. You're right. Yeah. Because how patient can they be? If they okay. fall behind two scores, I think Concordia go- wins going away. All right, 2A, the best game locally without a question, I believe. Well, w- of course, we can't talk about Bishop Lewis because it's our featured game. Garrett at Jimtown. Yeah. Right. It's our game say, of the week. It's our I would game question of the week. you then. It's our game of the week. So, but they're potential opponents. Eastside at Woodland. Chris, I'm going to bring it to you. This is a compelling matchup. I think at the beginning of the year, I think most people felt Woodland would probably be Bishop Luer's uh, toughest opponent sure in this would. sectional. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. And oh. I think Eastside's kind of taken that mantle. Oh, I think Eastside definitely has. Um, you know, Woodland suffered some of the same things that Luer's has with the, with health and even the coach sure. <laughs> had some health issues. Um, but I, I think I've kind of looked a little ahead. You know, I'm not I'm not player, so I'm not I'm allowed to look a little further ahead. And I think uh, Eastside's it's probably the the dominant team of the two for sure. Well, I hate to agree with you, Chris, but I, yeah. <laughs> I will go with Eastside to further my enhancement of what I spoke of earlier that I think Eastside could potentially this, set Lewis. You look I'm at, just saying they're a decent team. Lewis a good team, Eastside too. Eastside team, I, they look to me to be a year away. Just, I mean, they play a ton of sophomores and juniors, and especially in the skill positions. 
doesn't mean they can't win this sectional. They've never won a sectional at Eastside. I mean, that's hard to believe. And you know, learning how to win is important, especially if they have guys young and right. that experience in high school is right. so important. Well, they they've won seniors. six games in a row, so they're doing some things right, including beating a pretty solid Angola team that had won four games themselves last week. Mm-hmm. And and Angola's a four A team. This is a two A team. So this it, it, clearly, Coach Todd Mason out at, at, at uh, Eastside is doing things the right way. There, I did hear Chris say he was a little scared of Eastside too. Just I wasn't scared. It's maybe it's the the team that concerns me the most. I think it was concerned. 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 Okay. Yeah, it wasn't quite scared. Fear. Is your is your it wasn't word. fear concerned? Okay. Yeah. I'll Halloween's next week, Dave. So uh, and he's dressed but for again, it. Woodland they they could if you're be afraid, say you're afraid, Chris. It's Woodland's okay. got a lot of their guys back. They also are getting healthy. I think they could be scary. I mean, I think this could be a trap game for Eastside, looking ahead to Lures, feeling good about winning six in a row. It's in Woodburn. I'm telling you, don't discount a huge yeah, Woodburn. Woodburn's upset. very good at home. We're big fans of Coach Haydock. You know, we love him. Too. We wish him nothing but the best. So we're going to go now into Class One A. The this may be the best matchup in the state. Certainly for the small classes, Southwood undefeated. Southwood nine and zero. They give up less than six points a game, guys. Their defense is That's phenomenal. Great at Cherubusco. Uh, you know, I love what Coach Paul Sade's done out in Turtletown. Uh, Jake Falk leading the area in rushing. That's the key. Can he run against that super fast Southwood defense? Keep the chains and the clock moving. The Eagles have a chance for a monumental upset, but I think Southwood's got to be a, at least a 10 to 12 point favorite here. I can't wait to see the Swami spreads and predictions. Well, gonna I'm, nice. I'm going to go with the local team, Cherbusco. I think they're a good, solid team. I don't know anything about Southwood. And I agree. I'm not agreeing with him, but I don't know that much about Southwood, and I apologize. But so I'm going to go with Cherbusco. Speed versus power. I'm going to go with the power. Six points per yeah, game. I mean, it, I mean, they're doing something right. You've got to go defense. We'll see. Great defense. A lot of speed. Again, talking to Coach Sade this week, he said, Casey, we can beat this team. We've got a game plan in place to do it. I love that confidence, it. though. Yeah, we got a game plan in place to do it. We love the fact that we are playing at home. All right, we got another minute and a half or so. I'm just going to shout out a few other quick games. Huntington North at Southside. I think Southside gets it done here. Yep, I agree. Really, uh, again, strength of schedule, paying strength dividends. Of schedule. I hope so for Wayne at Marion. These two teams scrimmage one another, and if you did total tallies in the scrimmage back in August. Close. Marion only had one more touchdown. I don't know what yeah, that means. So that, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Well, it's it too mean, far away. No, it means something. I don't I, but I think Wayne's better now than they were in August. Oh, I agree. I agree. Right? We talked I agree. about that. Yep. Yeah, so I, 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 again, I would not totally rule out Wayne rising up. It could shock him. Uh, Marion plays in the North Central. If this was a basketball game, I'd take Marion without even knowing <laughs> them personnel. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely. East Noble at Northridge. Uh, Northridge, this could be a, a sleepy pick also as, as well. The Raiders up there play yeah. a pretty tough schedule in the NLC. I, I, East I, Noble's the better team. East Noble is a dominating yeah. 4A team. I know I know that Northridge team, Dwingers played them in the past sure. in the pay, playoffs in, in the semi-state. The Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, that's I, up I there like in the middle, middle there. there. You I just got to watch out for the horse and buggies. You do. When you're Amish in that country. direction. Columbia City at DeKalb. This was a great game. Uh, Brett Fox's crew. The Eagles lost twenty to seventeen in the regular season. They wanted this payback. Can 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 the Eagles do it? I don't know. I think they can. Toss up. I, the way DeKalb looked last week against Leo, agreed. I'd say absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Garrett at Jimtown. This is not your father's Jimmy's. Jimtown Jimmy's. No. Here we go. Do da do da. Remember those lures? Oh, I do remember. You guys know why we don't stay on time? Because the that, singing. There you yeah. go. Because it's really blame it on the. There is no rain. rain in the forecast, Chris. Okay. Chrissy, Chris. <laughs> so, Garrett at Jimtown, I'd love to see Coach Chris DePew's railroaders go up there and railroad the Jimmies. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. West Noble at John Glenn. Don't know anything about John Glenn. Got to be honest with you. Well, well he, he was, was in the. Do- well, yeah. I know he was, but. Couldn't get it out. Yeah. He went I, to the moon. I, I, yeah, I think the Chargers send the, the Glenn, John Glenn. West Noble to, the moon. to get it done. Northwestern, 0 9 
at one and eight heritage. Not don't, even a fat zebra can mess that one wow. up. I don't even want to look at that game. That's 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 painful. Uh, and then the last one, Caston at Adams Central. Love Adams Central. There are Caston is zero and nine. They actually have negative Sagarin points. They're just above but, Indiana. Death. And Adams Central, perennial wow. perennial conference champion, lost to South Adams Starfires, as we've talked about. They are they're going to be talk a about team to be. like like literally. What do you tell your team? Their, reg- their sectionals. I mean, they took South Adams out of that sectional, put them in the regional opponent. They basically just said, Adams County, uh, we owe you a favor. You guys are going to play. You two are playing Adams uh, County, or Adams Central, South Adams, playing for a regional championship Right, now. not sectional. I think that's a good thing to do, actually. Well, they're two great teams. They're two great teams. With but, one loss. I mean, South Adams beat them. Yeah, it, looks like it, it actually looks like this was seeded. All right, folks, when <laughs> we come back, we have our player interview. We have just one player interview this week. It's going to be... Nick Berkmeyer, the senior two-way standout at Bishop Lures, when we come back. Stay tuned. Redeemer Radio 106.3 would like to thank Dr. Adam Osenga of Northeast Chiropractic Center as our sports media sponsor. Northeast Chiropractic Center is a patient-centered office that focuses on staying well through chiropractic, massage, exercise, and functional medicine. Remember to check out every strategy, play, and halftime interview at youtube.com slash Radio. And welcome back to the program, everybody. Right now we have senior two-way standout from Bishop Lures on the line with us, Nick Berkmeyer. Nick, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. You bet. Thank you for taking time tonight, Nick. Um, it hasn't been a typical Lures season at 2-7, and seven, but I have to say you guys have played better football these last few weeks, especially that first half of last week's game against Snyder. Do you think you guys are peaking right now um, on both sides of the ball? Oh, yeah, I've seen tremendous growth in this team, and we've gotten better week by week, and it's been a great time. So hopefully we'll keep that going in the playoffs. Excellent. Hey, Nick, Mr. Brow. Hey, um, so last week, those of us in the stands were thrilled to see the amount of blitzing that we did, um, and it was you. I mean, you was right up the middle, sacrificial. Sure. Do you th- is that something we're going to continue to see um, the, tonight in the, uh, this big playoff game? Yes, I think you guys should expect to see a lot of blitzes coming from me. And maybe some of the other backers, too. We'll see how things go throughout the game. Right, and I know we've moved some people around. I understand Brow's moving out um, on the, a little bit more on the end. Who's that other linebacker in there with you? The other linebackers would be C.J. Hale and Noah Harness, including Dakota Sulaw. So okay. they'll be key factors in the game, and hopefully they get the job done, which I think they will. And I know they will. Excellent. Right, you, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for no, sure. no doubt about it. Folks, if you're tuning in right now, we have senior two-way standout Nick Berkmeyer from Bishop Lures on the line with us. Dave, do you have a question for Nick? Yeah, Nick. First of all, thanks for your leadership at Lures. You're, you're kind of do a, a Mr. Do-It-Everything for Lures, linebacker. I know you played tight end. You're doing <laughs> some other things. When you're – and I guess are you playing anything else besides those positions? I guess it's just linebacker, a little bit of rover, uh, tight end, slot, and fullback right now. Oh, fullback. Fullback, linebacker. I Tell like us about guy. the fullback, Nick. What are you, are you going to spring that on the Cougars today? Battering ram, Nick. Yes, yeah, full, fullback's new position for me this week against the Cougars, so hopefully we can use that. Oh, I love it so much. I, I mean, without giving away too many secrets, uh, are you running the no, ball? No, no, no. Are you running the ball ever at fullback, or are you pretty much just a lead blocker, or could we even maybe throw it to you into the flat? Um, I mostly use as a blocker, but for sure, 
expect me to get the ball once or twice, maybe. Hopefully. I love it so much. I have a I have a quick follow up. What was the game? And Chris will probably remember. Were you you caught the ball? I'm trying to remember when it was. It was a few weeks back. You caught the ball. It was a great catch in traffic, and you drug two or three guys, broke a tackle, and made it to the goal line. It was like a signature play where you could just see heart and soul. Do, Nick, do you remember that play? Who was oh, that yeah. against? Tell us. Yeah, I know that was against that was against Northrop. Had to get that first touchdown. Get yes, the right before but half. I, yes. Yeah, one of my favorite catches I've ever made. So, oh, it was incredible. Awesome. Take us through that play to tell our listeners a little bit about that, and you know what the play was, and and what your thinking was, because uh, you were you were driven to get in the end zone. Right, right. The play was Delta, so we go out on streak. I kind of figured for some reason that I was going to get the ball, but I got the ball bobbled. It was over my shoulder, and I felt it kind of rolling on my shoulder pad. So I turned around and caught it, and just kept on driving my legs, wanting to get that touchdown. So. That was an amazing play. I mean, of of a season full of great plays from a lot of area teams and individuals this year. That's one that stands out for me, Nick. Chris, do you have another question for yeah, me? Yeah, you guys also missed on that list of things that Nick does. Senior captain, um, a, a powerhouse when it comes to his passion, and I think punter, right? You've punted a couple times. I know Grant snapped yes, to you. Yes, yes. Okay, we missed that yep, one. Yep, great. Punt. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, okay, two real quick questions. Football or baseball? That's one question, Chris. That one's, that one's a tough one. All right, two one sports, one, one question. All right, so then my, I guess my second or third, depending on how you do it, is your dad and your bro, or your uncle are on the chain gang. Do, do you ever look over, nice punt, nice kick, nice catch, nice tackle, do you ever look over and see their faces, or do you not even pay attention to them? Um, I look over a few, few times. I want to say a lot, but I always hear my Uncle Mark yelling and my dad and one of his buddies, so... It's fun. It's a good time. I love it. Well, that is definitely a different perspective on the field that they get. So, great conversation. I'll bet after the game. I I love hearing uh, Chris. Of course, of course. I love hearing these questions because you just the senior leadership. I can just tell the passion with Casey's question on that run. I, I, I you've done a lot for Lures, and obviously you've done everything <laughs> every position on the field. So my question to you is: just, He's a Nick of all trades, and, and I played oh. linebacker with you, so I share the affinity. When you're playing linebacker, you look at the Central Noble team. What do you look? What do you see from their offense on film, and what are the keys for victory for Lures? Um, pretty much just stop the run, uh, get a good pass rush on the quarterback, get it the ball of his hands quick, and. I think we'll be all right on the defensive side of the ball. Well, the Central Noble runs a lot of I-formation. They don't throw a lot at you. So I think if you guys play sound assignment football, you're going to be in good shape. Nick Berkmeyer, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was a senior two-way standout, Nick Berkmeyer from Bishop Lures. Good Thanks luck. again, Nick. Good luck, Nick. Go get him. Welcome back, everybody. It is now time for the Game of the Week preview. And since Bishop Dwinger is not playing this week, we have no choice Bishop but to go Lures with Knights. Bishop Lures. And you know what? What time is it, Chris? It's, it's nighttime. It's 2-7 and seven Central Noble coming into Lures Field to face 2-7 and seven Bishop Lures. Usually you look at just records, right, to a novice fan, and you think, wow, this is going to be a great game. I'm not so sure about that, folks. I think Bishop Lures is a really good 2-7 and seven team. Chris, what's... What should people look for tonight in this matchup between Cougars and Knights? Well, I agree. And uh, two, my wife's a math teacher at St. Elizabeth's, and she would tell you that two and seven looks the same, but when you add up everything that happened to get to that point, it's not the same number. That's two fuzzy and, math. Two and seven. <laughs> listen, I'm not an accountant. Um, look, Lures is, um, Lures is playing good ball. They're, these guys are coming into Lures Field. 
maybe not so much in the SAC, but when you have a guy show up and there's 11 state championship banners fly, flying above the stands, it matters. You know what I mean? They're, they know what they're coming in for. But this, te- this team's good. This team's good. Um, you've got which team's good? Uh, the well, Lures is great, but Central Noble's better than you probably most people think. Better it, than their two and seven suggests. Uh, possibly. I, I I, I'm trying to I be think nice. They are. Yeah, I'm trying to be helpful. But I mean, if you look at most of their scores, they've been in a lot of games. They've been so, and they've been in quite a few of them. Actually, the Prairie Heights and Fairfield in Eastside, uh, Prairie Heights, they won twenty-one to nine, lost to Fairfield uh, eight to eight to zero in uh, overtime. But these are teams that are also in. This sectional, so they you know they play they won and lost against some teams that are in the sectional, so it could be good. But you've got a quarterback, you've got um, uh, Yoder and Harold kind of sharing duties a little bit at the quarterback position. Um, you've got this uh, um, uh, Noah Chris, Noah Christopher and Kyle Bollinger. Kyle Bollinger, yeah, he's their primary he's guy. probably their primary, yeah. yeah but I mean, you know, they're seeing the the, the the problem I nice see guys case. here. Yeah. yeah, the problem I see here is is their their receiving yards are like 40, 43 a game, something yeah, like much. that, and they don't want to throw it. Run, but their running isn't a whole lot better. I mean, I'm, I was looking at uh, it's uh, what, pretty modest. It's pretty modest. Well, you know, if you watch, this is Trevor Tipton. He's been around these parts forever. I mean, he's right. a local guy that's coached in Northeast Indiana, the Northeast Corner Conference. But they're in that small forever. division, yeah, and they is run it, a lot of CYO. Really they run, a, let's be honest, a lot of CYO type offense. I mean, it's I formation. It's yep. it's stuff from the eighties. If you want to be honest, Correct. I mean, if we're being there's, honest, there's no spread, and you can do that when you're a one or two A team, and and you don't have a ton of athletes. And th- that's how you stay competitive. And but, but, but look at the who they play. Prairie Heights. Lure, look at Lures plays. Homestead. Care. I mean, this is a. No, it's a. It's, math and, it's apples and oranges. It's, day. it's apples right. and oranges. And, I mean, you know, from your perspective, they run a five-two D. Man, that's what we used to run thirty years ago. It, it's a great D. It's simple. It's easy to coach. And when you're playing those schools that are similar sized, it, it, and it running is. I formation. But that's how you want to match up, right? But when you're running against the Bishop Lures, who sees spread formations, sees the top athletes in the state, um, I don't think it's going to be yeah. a true. Competition at the end, but um, you know you got to have you're going to have the defensive lineman. I talked to defensive line coach uh, Mick Palmer. He's excited. You're going to have Rick Tannis. You're going to have Will Derrick. You're going to have um, uh, Jacob Creer. Nick Berkmeyer apparently blitzing. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, we're hoping so. Yep, yep. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game for Lures. Is, is just what it's going to boil sure. down. Well, to. I, I think also, Chris, you look at Lures. Look at the athletes, especially now with Jamick back, Cam Hedgecock back. I right. mean, th- they don't see athletes like that in the NECC. Maybe you see one or two right per team, but not. Six, seven, eight, like Lures has, and, and that offensive line we talked about before is young. But those guys have had a whole better. season, yes, and they're getting better. So when they go against a team like this, you're going to see they're that gonna big be, line they're gonna be gonna gonna dominate. They're going to yeah. be eaten. They're going to be yeah, hungry. Listen, they, these guys have been waiting for this. Not that we're looking forward. This but is the this new is, season. This is yeah. This is the new season, right? Yeah, of course. This is Bishop Lures. This is where they make their this hay. Is, they do. And as long we said at the beginning of the year, as long as the Knights could keep. You know, stay together right? and stay not lose anybody and get healthy. They never get stay healthy, healthy right. but get, get healthy. healthy. And they are, but they never, you know, for the most part, the games that I saw them either in person or on film, they didn't do a lot of finger pointing. They didn't do a lot of helmet throwing. They kept I'm their sure heads there up. Was, believe me, I'm sure there was some down. There's frustrations. There for has sure. to be. But at a proud program like that, there has to be. But for the most part, those coaches did a good job of keeping them focused and seeing big picture. Big picture. And guess what? The big picture starts tonight. Today. It's time yep. to big screen TV. I'm super excited for this game because I think Lures really puts it to Central Noble. I do too. Gets a little momentum with not only a momentum in a loss like last week against Snyder, momentum with a win. For sure. 
and get into second round against a formidable opponent opponent next week, either Eastside or Woodland. Good luck, Bishop Lures, but I think this is a game the Knights take. Agreed. Amen. I agree. The St. Felix Catholic Center in Huntington, Indiana offers one-day and overnight retreats with over 70 rooms. Be sure to visit Our Lady in her grotto and walk the 30 scenic acre. St. Felix is the former home of Blessed Solanus Casey. Visit their website at sfcatholiccenter.com to schedule your next meeting or retreat. And welcome back. It is time now for the Swami spreads and predictions and how this I, race is tightened. I can tell you by your giggle that I'm in trouble, Casey. Well, I'll just uh, tell. Let's I've recap been last week. week. Last week, Chris was 6-4. and four. A winner. Not too bad. If he, he went with Bishop Lures, and he does owe me for those two wins. I, I do. You owe me a, an adult beverage. Because you were going to switch. Yes, because you, you did take Snyder, and I talked you out of it as a good friend should. Appreciate that. And that got you to 6-4, and 30-30. and 30. Right there at five hundred. Ah, five hundred, man. man. Good nice. for him. Dave, four and six. Ooh. So he took another step back, um, but but still leads thirty-two yes! and twenty-nine. So the good news is, Chris, for you, he's within striking distance. I can catch him. You can catch him. This is the last week. We will keep track, and then we'll rub somebody's nose in it next August when we come back. Can I wait? Well, I hope it's me it. because I, I I really want to wait that long. I well, will, I will wait that long. It's very possible. Dave is three games over five hundred. Let's get into tonight's matchups. We're gonna have. Um, let's make three of them double shockable, shall wow. we? Let's do. Uh, well, I'll tell you as we go. Do it. That's fine. Let's start with Angola at Leo Class Four A. Dave as the leader. Swami says Leo by 22. Wow, that is ridiculous. Give it to uh, me. You know what? I like Leo, and I told you they're going to win. I Gosh, Casey. By 22? That's a lot of points. No, taking Angola. Okay, Chris, there's your first opportunity. I'm, I'm going the opposite of him, so. He's taking Leo. I love it, Chris. How nice. do you think? Okay, Concordia at Maconaqua. Swami says Cadets by 14. Chris, what do you got here? Man, that's a tough one, too. Uh, I was. I'm a. Uh, Concordia is going to win. They're going. They're going. They're going to cover it. They cover 14. Yep. yep. It's double shockable. Would you like to? Oh really? Come on. I don't know anything don't about the opposing team. You don't have to. I know, but I got to beat him. Yeah. But uh, you want two losses or two wins? I mean, it's it's a toughie. Uh, I, I don't know enough about the other team. I'm so not going to double not shock gonna it. touch it. Dave? I'm taking Concordia and double shock it. Ba boom. Oh, look at that. He's an. Can SAC I rethink homer. mine now? Hey, nope. He's an. Card, SAC. card played is a card. A card lays a card plays. Is that what rules? That's how we do it. Yeah. Whose rules is Grandma X. All right, East Side at Woodland. Swami says East Side by ten. David, I like it, and I'm going to take East Side, but I'm not going to double shock it. It's not double shockable. Perfect. How about you? Uh, I, they're East Side, but I'm going to double shock it because he can't. You, you can't, can't double shock. I can't. It. Do you want Woodland? Rules. Are you going to take East Side? Yeah. Okay. You could be regretful. I'm I said that either. last year. I mean, last by year. ten, but it was only ten. You're no. good. No, I'm, I'm right. S- no, I don't know if you are. We'll go Southwood at Cherubusco. Swami says Cherubusco by one. I like Cherubusco. Wow. That's not, this, a, that's not, that's double, not double shot. Okay. Chris? He's wrong. You're going Southwood. Yep. You like that defense, don't you? I do. You, Six you, points? They're the Knights, too. It, well, it, was, one point. it was one point. It's one point. No, no, but uh, weren't they only they were giving up six points? Six. Six. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. True. So there's another different one. Chris, is, <laughs> this could be intriguing, folks. Uh, Columbia City at DeKalb during the regular season. DeKalb won 20-17. Swami says DeKalb by eight. It's in Waterloo. Dave, who do I you I think like? Columbia City in the points. Oh, my. This is double shockable. Nope. You don't want to touch that? 
Chicken. Okay, no, Chris. Who's playing this game? Columbia City. At DeKalb. At DeKalb. I'll take DeKalb. Okay. Do you want to double shot yes. it? Yes. This wow. could send him over the top. Whoa. I, I got to cover his Concordia double there, shot. This is it. Or That'll you're be going the down the rabbit hole. That'll be the game right there, folks. I have a feeling we have two left. Let's. Uh, we're going to – one of our SAC faves here, 0-9 Wayne, travels down to Grant County to face the Marion, Marion Giants. Giants. If this was a basketball game, I'd like the Giants in a heavy game, but and I still do, but only by 18. Chris. Who wins? And by how, how many? What did you say, Marion by 18? Marion by 18. 18. That's a tough one. Chris, go ahead. Uh, is is Marion any better than Homestead and Carroll? I mean, that's how, I mean, can you, is that a fair question? I don't know. I don't think yeah, they're even no, close. No, I don't think they're even close. But, they stayed, but are State they as good as Wayne stayed Northside close or Northrop? No, Wayne stayed close with who last sure. week? Carroll. They only lost by eight. Eight. Give hmm. it to me. Could be a trap. It's a, I feel like it's a trap. Oh, uh, let's just. I'm just going to stick in the SAC. You're taking Wayne. Yep. Okay. I'll, ta- I'll take Wayne as well. Oh, come on, Dave. Are... No. Come on, I, Dave. I think the Blame Giants win that one by 19. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. The last game. It's the game of the week. It's our last game of the season, at least for tailgate talk. Central Noble, two and seven. The Cougs invade Lures Field against Bishop Lures. Swami says Bishop Lures by 31. Ooh, wow. wow. Oh, Chris, go ahead. No, I'm going to start with I'm going to start with you, Dave. Yeah, well, wow. this is fair. I, I, you, Dave. I think Lures is going to win big. I think that's a little big as a spread. Is this game double shockable? Yes, it is. I will not do that. I'll take Lures, but no double shock. A single Chicken. shock for you? Look, I mean, you got it. I have to take Lures. Here's my only concern. If the coaches decide they want to uh, well, that's pull it. Be that's kind hard. Somebody, somebody, somebody gets that? a stinger in the first half, they're like, gosh, get him nah, out. Get I, him I'm out. not a stinger. I'm just worried about the pulling the whole pulling the whole defense in the second half. So. Well, what if the whole defense got a stinger? Well, if they're by 20, we would fast really be in trouble because I'd have to come out of Central retirement. Central Noble, remember, got, runs got a got super left. slow uh, offense. I mean, the clock's going to be moving. They don't throw the ball. Right. 30 points is 31 points is a lot, but you like lures? I have to. You can double shock it? Absolutely. Okay, folks. There you have it. This Chris. is Dave's demise, by the way. That, that right there. Come, that extra well, double shot. You did not double shot. What if you double double lose shot. by a half a game and, because you didn't double shot? I'll, I'll be shocked. It'll be the you ghost be of Mike shocked. X. The ghost of Mike X. He'll come out from the grave and strangle you, nephew. Well, thank you, everybody. What a fun season. It's Epis- been fun, guys. Years, season 10 or 9 in the books. Next year, we'll be back for season 10. For David Canary, Chris Brow, I'm Casey O'Boyle. Have a good night, guys. Enjoy the playoffs, everybody. We'll see you next year. Go, go Knights. L- go Dwenger. Go Knights. Tailgate Talk is a pre-recorded program produced by Redeemer Radio. Our technical director is Robert Skora.